What's your favorite scary movie? Time the podcast for two twenty-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm L. I'm Kate. Hello, everyone. Hello. Happy final week of Halloween. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. So we said we'd have another um, Halloween-themed film for you, and why not just be obvious? Uh, we're doing Halloween three. <laughs> Season of the Witch, written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. So this one, uh, the it's a standout and used to be kind of like the ugly stepchild of the Halloween franchise (laughs) in some considerations because Michael Myers isn't in it. (laughs) Um, And I don't know if you knew that going in, Elle. I don't know if yeah, because you hadn't seen this before, right? No. Were you expecting Michael to show up at some point? Okay, you like knew going in. (laughs) Yeah, we, um, okay. my store, uh, where I work, used to carry, like, the three, like, figures that had, like, the m- individual masks, and they were, like, the really nice, mm-hmm. like, Mezco or, like, NECA figures, and it's always said, like, you know, Halloween 3, and I, and somebody made, like, a tweet that was, like, there's this place that has, like, a knife from, uh, the Halloween franchise that has a picture of Michael Myers next to it, it says, like, the knife used in Halloween 3, and I'm like, but he's not even in it, so. It's fine. <laughs> Love that don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, so this so this doesn't have Michael Myers in it. The the intention was, you know, because John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were still involved with this. He just didn't and he even did the score for it. He just didn't direct it because the original intention was this would be the start. Like, the Michael Myers blew up in the, the end of Halloween 2. This was before the, it was decided that he was just, like, immortal. <laughs> so he blew up at the end of Halloween 2 in the, when, with Loomis set the, the, the room ablaze. And so this was supposed to be the start of, like, every year they'd do an anthology movie, like, set on Halloween. And every, <laughs> but what they, like, the advertising, I guess, like, failed to, like, let people know that this was not going to be, like, a sequel to the other two movies in that same way, and that there was... <laughs> that Michael wouldn't be in it, and so everyone was just like, what the fuck, when they saw this? Because, <laughs> like, even just, like, that aside, like, Michael not being in it, this is, like, so fucking different from just, like, any standard slasher. This isn't even... This is not a slasher. Yeah. Not that it has to be, but, like, you can understand how, like, audiences went into this and were just like what the fuck at first <laughs> and so it did not do well in the box office and they were like oh shit we gotta get michael back i guess <laughs> hence the continuation but and so but like as the years have gone on and especially now like if this is like people are like kind of rediscovering it or like reanalyzing it like out of in the context of its history and just like seeing it as a movie on its own. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of curious. Well, I, I know we covered the first Halloween, but what's like your relationship to the franchise as a whole? Um, I don't really, I, I love the Halloween franchise. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I haven't seen, like, a ton of the other sequels just yet, but I am planning on watching them eventually. Um, I think I like it more than, like, the Friday the 13th. Like, it's it's up there with, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, I guess, in terms of, I like, I could rewatch these movies over and over again, and I'd, I'd still, I still love it so much. Um, but, like, yeah, this one was so, like, the tone is so different from, like, the first two that you usually, that you, that you got. So, like, that definitely mm-hmm. was, like, okay, this is really different. Um, I also don't think the script helped that much. The script wasn't amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but... Go on. Uh... I don't know, like... He's listening. (laughs) I just, when I think of Halloween, I always think of, you know, Michael Myers and stuff, and just this is so different, and it's not terrible. Yes, it is. (laughs) No, yeah, but it's it's just, like, just how different, because I was expecting it to kind of be similar, at least, like, tone-wise with the rest of it, like, just having, Mm. you know, this big old, like, evil entity or... um, evil bad guy behind the scenes. Nope. No. It's an Irishman and a bunch of robots. Let's <laughs> turn out for something completely yeah, different. Yeah, I still, like... <laughs> right. I still don't know completely, like, where I stand on this. Like, I do try to watch it in in the context of everything. Like, I'm not... Like, the reason I wa- hadn't seen it for so long was because everyone just told me it was bad, and I... I should learn to form my own opinions. Hmm. And, like, it is just, it's just really fucking weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a weird movie. It is so weird. Like, there's robots. There's, like, the robots that, there's people turning into bugs. There's a very dark, open-ended ending. Yes. There's, what, <laughs> so, like, spoilers for that if we end up talking about that. Yeah. Um, the protagonist is not something you see every day. Like, t- Tom Atkins, every, like, character he plays is just, like, not a protagonist you would see nowadays, and I think that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) He, you, when you, uh, for, for listeners at home, Elle texted me while they were watching this and was like, wait a minute, this guy just, like, slept with the guy, dead guy's daughter? I'm like, yeah, he does that. (laughs) Like, like. You look away for one minute. It's around in cinema. You look. Yeah, because, like, also in the, in the fog, he bangs Jamie Lee Curtis within, like, minutes of picking her up. She's, like, a hitchhiker. And then you're just like, wait, what? Uh, like, this guy? Okay, man. If Tom, if you're listening, good job. Um, <laughs> but, so that, I mean, that's fine. But I, did, I noticed this time around how, like, like, he flirts with, like, every woman that he crosses paths with. And it's like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, like, low-key workplace harassment <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very 80s it's very so like this is the guy we're rooting for <laughs> it's like okay i'd rather go back to the slashers with the heroines and the I, you know so maybe yeah. that's wow i'm having a breakthrough i don't miss michael i miss Lori. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> wow <laughs> but now we said it we've said it i mean yeah, I do. But even, like, I also, I have a weird soft spot. Sorry that this is just turning into a general Halloween franchise discussion, but it's, I've been watching a bunch of them. It's fine. I have a soft spot for four, and I don't know if it's just because that's always the one that was, 
on TV around Halloween or if I was like a little girl growing up and there's a little girl in the movie, maybe I was just like, I I relate to Jamie somehow. I don't know. But I have a soft spot for that one. Oh. Lori's not in that. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen that one. Which ones have you seen? I've, okay. I've seen one, two, now three, uh, and the newest one, but I've heard okay. stuff about the others. So those, the other ones I still got to watch. Oh, I feel like instead of like, what's your astrology sign? Like you could sit, tell a lot about yourself by your rankings of the Halloween franchise. <laughs> so I'm curious. <laughs> um, but anyways, well, let's keep talking about three. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Do, do they ever say why they're doing this? Does this guy just want like world domination? Ki- fuck them kids. <laughs> like. I can't remember. Does he have like an evil villain speech? Like, this is why I'm doing it. Or, or is he just like, well, well, fuck uh, around and find out. <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure it was some kind of like, I a just remember him talking sacrifice or something like, okay. Okay. Yeah. There was definitely an involvement of sacrifice. I couldn't <laughs> quite remember it. What else that was going on with it? But I was just like, <laughs> fuck them kids. I guess there's yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was planning on <laughs> Halloween <laughs> uh, mass murder utilizing an ancient Celtic ritual. And so, like... Right, tri- right. The okay. triggering device was the TV commercial okay. to kill all the children with the, with the masks on. Yes, yeah, Silver Samrock. You know? Get bugs to crawl out of them and shit. The bugs! The snake. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> That, I mean, that, that Silver Shamrock theme does slap. Like, I feel like that's, out of any references to this, like, the most iconic things that have come out of it are the song, like, the images from the commercial and the three masks. Yeah. Like, that's what stands out probably the most out of all of this. Because um, even, I probably mentioned it when we covered the guest, but there's, the, you can see the, the three masks in the background of the Halloween decorations yes. at one point. Yes. Yes. And they're, they're good-looking masks, man. They are. Um, and I, I believe Tommy Lee Wallace designed the Michael Myers mask. Because he, he started out... He was the production designer on the first one. And this was his, like, directorial debut. So mm. the man knows his masks, I guess. Maybe <laughs> that's why they're so good. Yeah, I mean, any other any other thoughts on this for you? Like, so... We're both kind of like middle ground about it, right? Like, yeah. we both rated it in the three zones on, on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it's, it is weird. It's just weird film. <laughs> right in the middle of the house. Right, like, I don't know what, I don't know how else to describe it. It's yeah. just really fucking weird. <laughs> Somebody what, on Letterboxd was like, uh, I can't believe they gave us the least amount of chemistry between um oh my God. the lead and the uh female the female and the male lead so he could suck on her tape for like two seconds <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't want to think about that. i don't even i just remember it's so dark sided <laughs> yeah that might be the scariest part oh my god i <laughs> yeah i do the Although, like, there's some interesting kills in this, for sure. Uh Because, like, there's no knives in this. It's like, what can these strong, evil robot men do? And how are they going to kill you with their bare hands? (laughs) Because one guy gets... The first guy. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> eyes. Yeah. That's a, with the eyes. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Like, I turned around real fast. Like puncturing your skull by going in through the eyes. Oh. So warning for that, that if you don't like eye stuff like Elle does. <laughs> but they rip a dude's head clean off. <laughs> <laughs> The, the drill through the nurse's uh, skull that was a that was a new one. I was like, oh yeah, she <laughs> she was the best character, man. She was, I was rooting for her. I was hoping she was gonna survive, but no. no. Disappointed. R.I.P. R.I.P. Cool nurse. And then the fucking um, the clone <laughs> of the girl at the end when they're in the car and she just like mm-hmm. just goes out and then just I was like, oh fuck no, that's not good. What a twist. I don't... <laughs> Not good. <laughs> it is, like, I remember first watching this and, like, that ending happened and I was just kind of sitting there like, that's it? <laughs> it's... That's it? Like, this is so ambitious in every way. <laughs> like, I on- like honestly kind of have to just respect it on that account. Mm-hmm. Because... Because, first of all, it's a sequel that has nothing to do with its predecessors. Yeah. Even though it was supposed to be an anthology. It's super dark. It's super weird. It has a very dark ending implying that, like, millions of children are dying. Like, and you see... And you see firsthand what it's gonna look like because you see how that one kid gets it. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Happy Halloween, I guess. (laughs) To you and your parents. I love that they made... The Halloween movies, like, into, like, fiction movies into this universe. Like. <gasps> yes! Yeah! That's cool. <laughs> I love it. Like, was that almost their way of just being like, this has nothing to fucking do. Look, this is a fictional thing in this universe. <laughs> this is not a sequel. I do love that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, and then, like, yeah, like. That, that's just so horrifying to think about just that happening to all those kids during, and like they're home with their parents like just traumatize mm-hmm. everybody at the same time um fuck them Halloween <laughs> 3 what was it I think I think season of the witch I think it's Joe Lipset has like a letterbox list of horror movies where kids die <laughs> <laughs> so this has to be on there yeah <laughs> my one of my friends does like a countdown to Halloween um Right now, and uses the gift of the uh, kid putting the pumpkin uh, mask on his head. Oh, yeah. For, like, things, and I was just like, I know that now. Okay, I know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Leo DiCaprio pointing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's going to be you now whenever someone references the Silver Shamrock song. Yes. Which doesn't, like, Brian Fuller will always post that countdown. Up to Halloween. I don't know if he's doing it this year, but. <laughs> yeah. Cultural moment. <laughs> so, you have some some stuff for the real events, I do. right? Um, since nobody's planting chips into children's Halloween masks, but they are doing it. Yet. Yeah, yet. Uh, that they are doing it at companies. Like, and it's a chip that you actually consent to get. Uh, put into your hand and it's like stupid (laughs) it's so fucking visible too it's like right like under the surface and it's like right in between your thumb and your forefinger um so like it helps like pay for shit apparently uh there's 
what the f- just get a wallet what the fuck <laughs> while they're at their work um oh my so it's like these these 50 employees back in 2018 uh at the three square market got rfid chips in their hands and then it escalated up to 80 people um, so if he wants, a, like, if an employee wants a diet Dr. Pepper while he's at work, he'll pay for it with a wave of his hand. And I'm like, you have a wallet. <laughs> and, yeah, it deducts money from your account, apparently. I'm like, we're just lazy now. Uh, it's a tech, so, the Three Square Market <laughs> is a technology company that provides self-service mini-markets to hospitals, hotels, and company break rooms, which is probably why they were like, hey, Let's implant chips into our own employees and see what that fucking does. Uh, the idea originally <laughs> came about in early 2017 when um, Patrick McMullen, uh, who is the president of this company, was on a business trip to Sweden, a country where some people are getting subcutaneous microchips to do things like enter secure buildings or book train uh, tickets. So that's like more... Uh, chips under the skin basically that can carry like keys and like your credit card info and like your train tickets and shit and i was like uh no 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 and that was all the way back in 2015 they've been very active in microchipping apparently and i'm like ah no thank you i don't trust that i don't trust like that when you mentioned this to me the when you mentioned what you were covering for this, my, my little first thought was Belco experiment, <laughs> which I don't know if you've seen, but in that, they the employees consent to having chips put in, like, the back of their neck, and it's supposed to be, like, a tracking thing for your safety, which is also fucking creepy, but then it then they start blowing their heads off, <laughs> like, which I doubt that's what these are going to do, but I still just don't trust this kind of technology. No. So, uh, the chips that these people are getting are kind of, like, oval-shaped. They look like a grain of rice, like a large grain of rice. And they're, like, so it's in... So they're tiny. Yeah, so it, it just... But you can still see it. It looks kind of fucking weird. Um, so it's supposed to... <laughs> it's intended to make it a little easier to do things like get into the office, log on to computers, buy food and drinks in the company cafeteria. Um, these chips are supposed to be passive, they don't have batteries, and instead they get their power from an RFID reader when it requests data. So, like, it includes identifying information to grant him access to the building as well as basic medical information in it. Uh, so, it's been about a year since they started this, um, and they are still using these chips regularly. Uh, an additional 30 employees have gotten it, um, and nearly a third today have these chips in this company um the only you can get it removed very easily thankfully uh and that's only when you leave the company uh and some guys like he's a software (laughs) engineer he said that he uses chip 15 times a day or so like to like plug in like to his computer like instead of using a password he just like waves his hand over his computer and i don't like that (laughs) I don't trust yeah. like that, man. I just don't. It's like when like you talk to people who are into like really like big technology stuff and they're like, I don't have a smart lock on my, mm-hmm. I don't have a fucking Alexa in my house. I don't do any of that. And, like I have a manual lock on my door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I don't let that shit in my house either. I'm, no, no, no. 
So this isn't now. You said only a third. Of, you said a third of company has these, so it's not required. To have. No, it's just if you want to. Okay. Um, but it uh, it's just so weird. Um, I I just do not. Tr- <laughs> I don't trust stuff like implanting microchips. Like even if it's just basic info stuff, like the fact that it can get you access to a computer yeah. with a wave over your hand, like. I, yeah. the, the dangers, the dangers, yo. <laughs> they don't do it. I do really complicated passwords that I have to write down somewhere and keep safe. That's what I do. Um, so yeah, that's like, I was just like, I gotta find some kind of connection between Season of the Witch and I was like, oh yeah, the the chips and the mask, let's go. For, I've heard about stuff like that, so. I'll yeah. make sure I post a picture on the uh twitter of what this thing looks like it looks it looks like it's just something resting on top of your hand and it just stays there oh how do you shower i don't know maybe it just doesn't have any electric current i don't know well it's in your skin right so it doesn't it's not gonna get up i don't know i don't know it's weird i don't like it (laughs) so uh. whenever something like this big Whenever I hear about some kind of technology, I literally turn into, like, an old man. Like, <laughs> I don't... Like, it's on my porch. Yeah. Like, no. I still get... I still feel like it's witchcraft when someone, like, pays for something with their watch. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, how'd you do that? <laughs> the Apple Pay shit, and I'm just like, whoa, no. Like, wave their phone over it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, like that. Some people just want convenience above all else, so go off then, <laughs> if that's your choice. More power to you, I guess. Um, so, there's no real way to segue into it, but it is Halloween 3 season of the Witch Gate film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, no. <laughs> oh, but, uh, okay, this isn't, this is not my theory or anything, but there's this really fun um, Instagram account. Um, at Leslie underscore Borden that like they talk about like just like gay shit and horror. I think they also posted about the birds <laughs> at one point, which I think reference. But like there was just there was like a couple days ago, I was like, oh, what timing? There was a post showing like Tom Atkins like you know he like has like a blue handkerchief in his back pocket for some scenes and like oh is this hanky coat? <laughs> and I was like, this is <laughs> we're reaching here. God, <laughs> but I would love to see it. <laughs> But uh, other than that, I don't think so. <laughs> we, we we just keep doing aggressively straight movies, unfortunately. Well, we were going to do Hellbent, which is very gay, but uh, only I have the DVD and Elle couldn't find it. So. It is hard to find on, you know, Maybe. on anywhere. Like, there's, I'd have to, like, pay for it, and I don't want to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe one day oh, I will. No. Who knows? We shall see. Um, So is there any last comments we would like to make about uh, Season of the Witch? And do we recommend it to people? I mean, I'd say if if you're curious about it, if you've avoided it for some reason, if you've avoided it like I had because, because you heard like it was bad just because Michael Myers isn't in it or et cetera, like just avoid that as part of the franchise, I would say at least just check it out like see if 
if something super fucking weird sounds like your thing <laughs> or if Tom Atkins is your thing because there's a lot of him in this or if you want to know more about ancient Celtic sacrifice rituals or <laughs> you know it's it's I mean I don't think we even disc- you could probably I don't yeah, I don't know. Go for it. I, like, it's not... Some people say it's their favorite, which I don't understand. But I think it's worth checking out, at least. It's just very... I admire how bold it is as a film. So, there's that. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, it's definitely a weird film. It's not the worst film I've ever seen, because God knows I've seen some pretty fucking bad films. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> But it's good for Aww. a fun, like, I feel like it's a good movie that you could definitely watch with, like, friends who also like horror movies. Um, and just, like, you could yeah. put it on the background at, like, a Halloween party and people would be like, what's this? And they could, like, watch it and be like, oh, yeah, that's weird, but we'll go with it. Um, but it's also kind of fun, <laughs> so I I don't know. There's, there's some shots in it that I really yeah. love, like, when they're doing, like, the different cities that the kids are walking through. And there's the one where they're, like... Mm-hmm. in like I think it's like Los Angeles or something they're like it's like sunset and like they're walking down like this hill I just really love that shot for some mm-hmm. reason um but yeah I I had fun and I think you should give it a try and just go from there so <laughs> <laughs> give, give it a go yeah so would you like to lay down sure would you like to go or shall I go um. I will go. Okay. Um. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, have you watched Haunting of Blind Manor yet? I have not, no. Alright, I won't talk about it then. <laughs> I know what happens. <laughs> but I watched Haunting of Blind Manor. I know what happens in it, and that's why I'm okay. like, I'm not watching it, so I'm just like, I don't need more tragedy. Honestly, good for you. I. Right? That's the thing. Okay. Y'all, spoiler warnings for Haunting a Blind Matter, but I'm, like, big mad about the ending. Some people are just... I get it. Okay. So, like, I get that we're trying to reach a point in which there's enough, like, LGBT representation where there can be stories that were were nothing bad, where it's just happy, fun shit times. (laughs) I'm not being good at describing this. (laughs) We're like, we actually get to just live our fucking yeah. lives. Uh, like, there need, there still needs to be enough of those, and ones that are actually good is the other mm-hmm. thing, I think, before we can go back to the sacrificial gaze. Yeah. Because that's literally what... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not just... Because I get that this is horror, and people are going to die. But have you noticed that all the people that survive besides Owen are straight white people. Um, (laughs) It pisses me off. Um, So there's that. But also, I would, I'll probably link Sam, I retweeted it on my personal Twitter account, but Sam Wyman wrote a really good thread that about like, that per it just like, it really summed up my feelings about all this. But the basic thing is just like, so I don't know how much you know about it, Al. Mm. I should honestly just do an episode about it. I feel like I'm getting too much into <laughs> it. <laughs> Basically, just... Uh, I'm big mad that th- our main character goes through this journey of, like, finally, like, realizing herself after living her life, like, subjected to, to combat and, 
finds the love of her life and but has to end up sacrificing herself. It just pisses me off. Yeah. It pisses me off. And then it's supposed to be like this bittersweet tragic thing that um that Danny never moved on. It's just like, okay, great. Like anyways, <laughs> what a <laughs> but I've watched some good shit. Like it just Oh, like leading up to it, the show was so good. I think that's why, like, I was so invested and so pissed yeah. by the end result, you know. But um, cause that's the thing. Like, I've watched some garbage just cause I hear lesbians. <laughs> that <laughs> I watched all of Ratchet. Okay, <laughs> we know this. Um, I just want more good things with lesbians. In them. Can we please? <laughs> please, please. Can we please have happy lesbians? God. Spare some. Well, Clea Duvall's like, you guys are in a crisis. I'm on your way <laughs> because I can't wait for a happiest season. Um, I also, oh, I, I know I spent too much time ranting about Haunting a Blind <laughs> but I wanted to mention that I watched one of the like, so I guess Blumhouse has, you know, they have, they have their Hulu original movies, yeah. but now there's like some on Amazon too, and I watched one called Nocturne <laughs> that I would recommend. It's like this kind of psychological, like, thriller horror about these two um, twin sisters at a music conservatory, and like, obviously one of them's the more um, successful and regarded, and it's the um, the other sister kind of like trying to rise above her, and like she tries try she uses the same like solo tryout that she does, and all this stuff. It's just like. I don't know if I'm describing it. Like, I hate making comparisons because everyone on Letterboxd was comparing it to either, like, Whiplash or, like, Black Swan. The Black Swan Mm. one honestly makes more sense. But it's also very much about... It's very specific about, like, teenage girls and everything. So I'm like, we just need more of that in general and in horror, I think. Because I honestly got... There were a few times where I got, like, raw vibes from it. Like, this isn't about, like, cannibals or anything. (laughs) But that one also, like, I feel like was really good about, like... A coming of age horror movie, so I would check out Nocturne. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, what about you? Um, that noise. So I watched uh, John Carpenter's They Live, because um, oh, yeah. I'd never seen it before, um, and I was just—it was on my list, and I was like, you know, I just—it popped up in my queue one night, and I was like, you know what? Let's watch it. Um, <laughs> and I, when I was I the the lead guy when I was little. Um, I didn't realize who it was because he looked really fucking familiar, and I was like, "Who is he?" Oh my god! And I looked him up, and he was a he was a wrestler that I used to watch uh, like WWE with my dad when I was much younger, and he was like one of my favorite wrestlers from back then. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. He passed away in 2015-ish or so, uh, and I completely forgot about that, and I was sad about it. But um, it's yeah. I like it. It's such a good movie. John Carpenter came in and was like, uh, no war but the class war, and I was like, yeah. I really need to rewatch that. It's been so long. It's fun. It's fun. And then I finally watched Army of Darkness, uh, in in the full this time, so I, like, actually know what the frick is going on. Um, and (laughs) what a wild movie. Just so, it's so nuts and I love it. And just all the, how chaotic it gets at the end. Uh, it's, it's skeleton war. Skeleton war. Let's sign up for the skeleton war. <laughs> I don't. Uh, 
Bruce Campbell is so good. I, he, I think he had fun doing Army of Darkness. And I just loved, like, some of the practical effects that they used in it. Uh, that you could, like, you could kind of tell it was practical effects, but at the same time, it's, like, I'm glad that they did practical effects for it. Um, and I think it was a good way to uh, end the trilogy. Because it's kind of, like... Mm -hmm. I think it escalates from, like, one, it's like, all right, that's pretty bad, and then two, it kind of gets even worse, and then three, it's like, we might as well just go <laughs> go, cra go stupid, go crazy, and I had fun. <laughs> Do you know the way Sam Raimi originally wanted to end How? it? He even, he filmed this. It's in, like, the director's cut. <laughs> but you know how ash takes like a potion to to like go to sleep until he wakes up in his normal time mm -hmm. in the original ending he wakes up like a hundred years later or something like he uh, and like the apocalypse has happened and he just like wakes up and he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> which i'm like yeah you're right i prefer the real ending i prefer like let ash rest let him rest <laughs> Let him just work at S Mart and just have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what I thought you'd say, Sam Raimi. That's what I thought you'd say. Crazy man. He's doing Doctor Strange too, and I'm like, I want to see him at the same time. Can't stand the lead actor. It's what are you gonna do? It's like curse. <laughs> Monkey's paw curls in again. The fucking girl in for Kate talking about Bride of Frankenstein. What did I do? Oh my god! <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, uh, listeners, literally, uh, I literally a couple weeks ago was like talking about or just like wondering aloud, like, why there should, how has there not been like a Bride of Frankenstein from, from the bride's perspective? <laughs> And the monkey's paw curled, <laughs> and what the universe heard was, "Oh, you want Scarlett Johansson and the guy who made Disobedience to make a a feminist bride of Frankenstein?" I'm like, "That's not what I said. <laughs> that's that's not what I said that's at all." Even <laughs> Come <cool>. back. <laughs> I just. I'm just. At least we're getting a Karin Kusama Dracula movie. I, I think that's still happening. Please. Anyway. Oh, and Lee started, hasn't he started writing on for uh, Wolfman? Because he had, like, a, he took a picture of, it, like, a notebook that had, like, a wolf head on it. Yeah. I, like, ah! I don't know if that meant he's in production now. Ah. Because it, he didn't write it. No. Um, this time. These, these two ladies wrote it. I, th I need to find, I don't know their names off the top of my head. But, I, and I think those, those two girls are also writing the Bride of Frankenstein mm. reboot or whatever the fuck we're calling it. <laughs> whatever it is. Oh, I like, there's so much happening in the world that I like blissfully forgot about that <laughs> for a couple days. So thanks, Elle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Anyways, so I hope everyone listening has a great and safe Halloween. Yes. Hope maybe check out one of the movies we've talked about this past month if you haven't get set a good mood for the festivities at home yeah and you can find me at dyke madden on twitter you can find me at lm designs on twitter and you can find the podcast on twitter at horror time pod and on facebook at stop horror time pod and if you like what we do and you want everyone else to know about us uh definitely share 
us, give us a rate and review, whatnot, uh, purely just to get us more well-known around the, the podcast industry, I guess. Uh, and we're also great for people who love, want to know more about horror movies, but don't want to watch them. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> have a good Halloween. I know I have to work on Halloween, but thankfully my clo- store closes at 6, so I'm going to come home and, like, blast some Halloween music outside of my window and watch a horror movie while eating some candy uh, as a treat. So, yes. when all else fails, get yourself some sour candy and just <laughs> have a good time. Be safe. You know, don't be in large gatherings. Yeah. Like, please, it's not helping. <laughs> yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> you can still celebrate Halloween, just be careful. And we will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye! Bye!